don't ask for us to sing because it won't come out well. Okay. Boy, is that loud. That's better. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go. Welcome to this episode of the Little Beaver Historical Society's podcast. I'm your host, Dave Holowiko. You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network. Joining me today is society member and author of the Huffman Letters, Jay Paisley. Welcome, Jay. Uh, Thank you. It's great to be with you. Now, Jay wrote the Huffman Letters, what is it, about a year ago, Jay? About two, three years ago. About two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, the Huffman letters were actually letters from a Canelton family that were given to the uh, Historical Society. Jay found them, and he wrote a very interesting book documenting the letters for, for everybody to read. Uh, that book is available at the Society, and Jay sells copies. What we're going to talk about today, though, is Jay is working on another interesting book about a local site in Beaver County, the site is Legionville. Jay, how did you get started on the Legionville book? Well, being uh, a historian and being interested in Beaver County history, uh, I went to several meetings years ago. There was a, a big campaign to preserve Legionville, and I was fortunate to be instructed on the significance of Legionville. And uh, this is a uh, you could write a book on how they tried to preserve Legionville. Legionville is in the Ambridge area in Beaver County, and it was the precursor to West Point. After the Revolutionary War, the, the English uh, excited the Indians to attack the, uh, the Americans who were starting to uh, move westward. Westward it was, would, would be in Ohio. And so there was a couple battles before Legionville where the Indians, with the aid of the British, uh, slaughtered the Americans. And so George Washington said, we can't have this. And so he convinced uh, General Anthony Wayne to come out of retirement and organize uh, the army so that they could put down this Indian rebellion. And I found out about this several years ago because industry uh, businesses were trying to establish themselves on the which I would consider the sacred ground of Legionville because there were 17 soldiers buried in the fort at the time. And so being made aware of the interesting history of Legionville, I became very much involved. And then several people such as Charles Townsend of our historical society encouraged me to write a, a detailed book about it because he, along with other local historians, think this is a very important area to be preserved and and we should be made aware of the wonderful situation that we have in Beaver County. The the first uh, military camp that was actually put together to train soldiers for war, uh, it it predated uh, all the other military academies, uh, you name them, Legionville was first. It's an interesting site that I, as, as a student of history, really didn't know a lot about. I've learned so much about it. My question to you is, and I'm not an author, I I don't claim to be a writer, how do you go about doing a historical book? I mean, fiction is one thing you just, but how how do you work on on, uh, putting a historical book together? Well, just like uh, the Huffman letters, I'm really interested in primary sources. And so when I did the research, there's tremendous amounts of 
material about Legionville. If you, if you would Google it on the internet, you can get a lot of information about Legionville, but it's not a primary source. So I, I would, my research, I went to several areas uh, where they, libraries and so forth, and I got a lot of information on the, uh, for example, I have in my possession all the uh, reports that uh, General Wayne wrote back to Washington, D.C., weekly reports and talking about various things that happened. And so this is an original source uh, from Anthony Wayne to uh, uh, Secretary of War Knox, Henry Knox. Legionville was only active about five months in the middle of the winter, basically, 1792. So when you look at these at these reports, you can you can see uh, exactly what was happening week by week. We're not uh, looking at history books. We're, we're seeing the actual letters. A lot of it was about handling deserters. <laughs> they would whip them and they would be court-martialed. Other times, various soldiers got in uh, fights over over women and, and, and they were uh, drunk and there was, a, there was an actual duel there. And so primary sources is very, very important. And that's, that's how you build everything. And then we would go with the National Archives. Uh, there's a war college in Carlisle. There's original material there. For background information, I have a, a book about uh, some of the ancestors uh, that were around in the area about the same time. It was from Don Inman's family. This is all uh, original uh, material. For example, the Inman uh, report is uh, they had a trial or a hearing in about 1820 when Inman's family was trying to get uh, pension from the Revolutionary War. And they have the uh, transcripts of what happened at the Beaver County Courthouse. And uh, why, why he would be in the book would be, it describes what it was like to be in Beaver County at the time of Legionville. It's interesting that those archives still exist. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know a lot of people don't realize that our history in Beaver County dates back that far. Beaver County was one of those places that there's multiple histories with Fort McIntosh, with Legionville. And it, I find it interesting, and I know you mentioned it, and, and one of the interesting things I, I find it's going to be in your book is all the, the interactivity of the troops, the fact that they were, they were flogged. And, mm -hmm. and I know you mentioned a duel. It was between two officers, wasn't it? No, it was an enlisted man and, and an officer. And interestingly enough, they both came from the state of Maryland. And as I was talking to one of the historians, he just informed me rather recently that uh, – they were friends and they, they came to Legionville and somehow they they got into an argument and they, there was a duel and they were both buried back. Well, the, the fellow that was killed is one of the 17 soldiers buried in Legionville, but the, the other gentleman who, who killed him is, is buried in Maryland and right next to the plot of the family of the person that he killed. Oh my, that, that <laughs> it, it, you know, history to me, it becomes more alive when you start to hear things like this, that, you know, these, these guys, friends, friends join the army or whatever, get called up together and they end up, one kills the other. It, exactly. it's, in a duel. In a duel. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and it was a different time. And I mean, could you imagine a duel between two, two soldiers in the army today? I mean, but it was, it was not frowned upon, right? I mean, it was. No, that was the way you uh, preserved your integrity or your manhood when you were challenged. <laughs> A different uh, world. A different world. Most definitely a different world. Now, um, what is going to be the name of the book? Have you decided yet? 
Uh, I'm still kicking that around. It will probably be just Legionville, and then I may have uh, on the bottom. I'll have a picture of the uh, a model of Legionville on the cover, and then on the bottom we would have Legionville to West Point because I want to emphasize the fact that this was the precursor to West Point. Now um, I know you've been working on it for a while. Do we have a publication date? It'll probably be with, uh, let's see, I would think within four to five months it'll be published. That's great. I can't wait to read it. Anything that you found that we wouldn't know, other by than your research, that you found interesting about Legionville that, that was just something different that you thought, this, how did this happen? Well, something, here's a little, little story. Uh, it was mentioned in the reports that, it, it, again, this took place in the winter, and they, uh, the soldiers didn't have very good hats, so General Wayne uh, had a squad of hunters go leave the fort and go into the woods and kill some bears, and they skinned the bears and took the bear skin to make hats for them. That, now, that, see, <laughs> to me, that's an interesting fact, because it's not, I mean, you think of reports going back to Washington, and he's talking right. about the drilling, but, you know, he's, he's saying, yeah, yeah, I sent a squad out to kill bears for hats. That's, that's something that, it's entertaining, and you realize that even then, the necessities of life still outweighed what they were actually doing. Right. And under the caption of the more it changes, the more it stays the same, there's reports on they're complaining about the inferior supplies they're being given, just like you would hear the Pentagon complaining about contractors uh, charging $500 for a screwdriver today. It wasn't any different then. No, it's always, I, I guess it's always been that way with the military. You'll, you'll always have profiteers attempting to, to steal money from, from the government. And Wayne was a stickler for good materials for his troops and, yes. and everything in his reports, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, say that. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons, and I'm sure in the, the reports, the reason he didn't keep the camp in Pittsburgh, it was originally supposed to be in Pittsburgh. He didn't want the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> want me to address that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pittsburgh, incidentally, at the time had a population of civilians of approximately 500 people. It was a small town. And so there were all, around 2,000 soldiers, and uh, they were young men uh, with all the uh, inclinations of young people uh, looking for adventure and so forth. They were far away from home. So they originally came to Pittsburgh, and after a while, General Wayne couldn't keep them there because of the uh, the carousing and the drinking and the cavorting with women so he sent uh, he sent s several of his troops on a barge down the uh, Ohio River and they came upon uh, Logstown which was an abandoned Indian village but it was still it was abandoned maybe 15 to 20 years but the it was by a source of water it was cleared land and so they decided to move the troops from Pittsburgh to uh, a more isolated place so that there wouldn't be interactions between the military and the civilians, to put it diplomatically. As you said before, as much as things change, they stay the same. That's right. Um, we have the same problems today. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to me to think this is over 200 years ago, and yet the military today is pretty much like it was then. I mean, it's discipline, it's, it's training. I know drilling was one of the most important things, and that's probably why we won the Indian Wars, because of Wayne and his, his drilling. They were so well drilled that when they, there was about five forts after they left Legionville uh, up in, in Ohio until they got the, the final battle, and uh, the Americans were so well drilled, they just, they just wiped out the, uh, the opposition, the Indians and the uh, English uh, collaborators. Right. 
Well, it sounds like it's going to be a very interesting book. I can't wait to read it. And we will let everybody know at the Historical Society when Jay gets this published. Legionville is a subject that not a lot of people know about, but it's one that we should all know about. And I think with, uh, with the help of Jay and other people that more people in the United States will understand what Legionville meant to this country. Right. If, if Legionville didn't take place and we didn't uh, stop the uprising of the Indians, there's about five states that would be part of Canada. That's amazing. Um, and, and, I, and I will add this. Um, at the time period that this happened, uh, when they said go west, young man, this was the west. <laughs> Ohio right. was the west. Matter of fact, they considered the Northwest Territory. That's which, exactly what I'm referring to. Right. Was what? Ohio, Indiana, uh, mm-hmm. and, and these states. Right. And you don't think of the Northwest Territory. We think of, we think of Washington State. And, you know, but no, this was the Northwest. And without Legionville, there would have been no expansion. Exactly right. Well, Jay, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you about Legionville. I can't wait for the book to come out. And I hope everybody else is as excited about it as I am. I think all the people that are involved with West Point, the officers, the families, and so forth, I mean, anybody would be into history would like it, but especially people that have a connection with West Point would really find Legionville fascinating. Well, thanks, Jay, and we will see you next time when the book comes out. Maybe we'll interview again when the book comes out. Thank you. Did that go all right? Good. That was good.